Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself. Broaden your mind. Open your heart and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Welcome. It is delightful to be with you again this week, and we have a powerful show. We're going to dive into dreams and the medical world and early warning signs of all kinds of things. But before we get into that, I just want to announce the brand new issue of 1111 magazine is up. It is a beautiful expression of a love revolution. I've gone back, and in this issue, we are recounting and looking at some of the most impactful articles over 1111's histories that have to do with love. And right now, we could use more love on the planet than ever before. So definitely dive into that. It is free all of the time on issue or on 1111mag.com. And I know that you're going to enjoy what is presented there. Today, my guest is Kathleen O'Keefe Canavos, and she is the author, along with Larry Burke, of a book entitled Dreams That Can Save Your Life, Early Warning Signs of Cancer and Other Diseases. Larry Burke says he knows how true, uh, Bernie Siegel says he knows how true the contents of this particular book are from his personal and professional experience. He says consciousness speaks in dreams, symbols, and visions. The problem is when our intellectual mind is controlling our thoughts and images, inner wisdom cannot break through the barrier and enter our conscious mind and awareness. Dr. Larry Burke, a radiologist at Duke University, completed a groundbreaking study involving 18 women who had warning dreams preceding the diagnosis of breast cancer. This book that we're going to talk about today contains their stories and the stories of other dreamers with dreams of different types of cancer and other illnesses that came true. These dreams involved spirit guides, angels, voices, tactile intervention in the dream, synchronicity, symbolism, and visitations from deceased loved ones. Dr. Burke believes that the reason we sleep is not related to our need for rest, but our need to be in contact with the infinite wisdom available to our consciousness associated with past, present, and future life events. My guest today, Kathleen O'Keefe Canavos, is a profound story of dreams discovering her cancer, which was three times missed by the medical community and the tests on which they relied on for early detection, yet discovered by her spirit guides in dreams. This was shared on the Dr. Oz show entitled The Sixth Sense, Shocking Premonitions, and she wrote about her dreams in detail in her book, Surviving Cancerland, Intuitive Aspects of Healing, in which pathology reports confirmed these diagnostic dreams. Dr. Larry Burke and Kathleen O'Keefe Canavas have come together to create a book that not only shares numerous stories of many other individuals who have utilized their dreams to access the wisdom required to support their own healing, but also their own innate wisdom and experience as moving through some of these experiences themselves. Welcome, Kathleen, to 1111 Talk Radio. Well, thank you so much for having me, Simran. It is wonderful to have you here, and this is a really interesting um, topic and a, a really profound book in terms of reading the very different stories that have come across and how beautifully our subconscious mind will lead and guide us, particularly in things that are so critical to our health and our wellness. But it means being willing to tap into and understand that we have another part of us that is speaking. What was the initial uh, impulse to believe a dream? Because I think sometimes people believe it is just a dream or they don't remember their dreams or they say they can't dream. Mm-hmm. Um and, and oftentimes we just let it come in and we go out, or we might tell a friend about the dream, but never really go any further than that. What was the impulse that really kept you going back and saying, I have to follow the messages in this dream? Well, I think it was the intensity of the dream. The fact that the dream was different from any other types of dreams that I had had. I'd never actually had a dream before where my dream I was dreaming froze like uh, a page on your computer and then a pop-up window appeared and I'm standing there in my dream watching this pop-up window have movement behind it as it's turning into a door and then through that door walked a monk. 
who walked up to me and said, come with me, I have something to tell you, and then took me through that dream door, that sacred dream doorway, into what I call the room between realms. It is neither the living nor the dead, but a place where both can visit and give information. And so that that was the first reason why I didn't forget the dream, because it was so it was so bizarre and yet so realistic. And monks are kind of hard to forget. It's like having a nun come at you with a ruler or something. And then also the second part of that is that that dream kept popping up in my mind all day long constantly because the monks had had said to me in the dream before they led me back through the sacred doorway into my original dream, which started up again because time had stood still. They kept telling me, go back to your doctor go back to your doctor and get a second set of tests. You have breast cancer. And they actually took my hand and put it on my breast and said, do you feel that? So that's why um, it wasn't so much that I, I was trying to remember the dream. It was more that it was unforgettable. Mm-hmm. And so often, um, you know, I think it's easy to just succumb to what a doctor diagnosis is rather than following that gut or that intuition or that dream and in your case, you had some of the doctors push back and say, there's nothing there, there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. How do you advise or how, how do we become that self-advocate in that degree to where we say, no, I demand this? Because so often we can get that opposition and we can mistrust the guidance that we're given because we believe in the degrees or we believe in the training or we believe what society and the medical profession has told us in the past. Well, you know, um, Simran, it took me three months to get my doctors to listen to me, with me returning constantly during those three months. And finally, uh, the last dream in that third month, when the the monk showed up in my dream, um, I started crying. And when I saw the monk and I said, look, I know why you're here and I don't know what to do. My doctors are giving me the same mammograms blood tests, physical exams that they have every single time. And I have the paperwork right here showing that I'm healthy. Um, And they're telling me to go home um, if I really do have breast cancer and you want me to live. You need to help me, you know, do something to help me. And so my monk reached into the big sleeve of, of his his robe and pulled out this tiny little white angel feather and handed it to me and said, you go back to your doctor without an appointment and use this as a sword to cut through all his arguments. If you believe in it, it'll work because you need exploratory surgery to find this. And um, so I did. I showed up in my doctor's office again <laughs> for like the fourth time over three months. And I and I, when he dismissed me again and said, look, there, there's nothing wrong with you. You are too young for breast cancer. It doesn't run in your family. All your tests are great. Go home. I imagined holding that feather in my hand and pointing it at him. And Simran, it's like my guides came in right behind me and they just changed his mind on the spot. And he walked out for a second and he came back and he said, okay, I got you an appointment three days after New Year's, you know, for exploratory surgery. Let's see what's there. And when I first mentioned exploratory surgery, he was like, no, I can't do that. It's against my policy. It's against hospital policy. Absolutely not. But that angel feather just completely changed his mind and changed the situation. And then the pathology report after the exploratory surgery, he found the tumor. And the pathology report confirmed that I was in stage two breast cancer with it in a lymph node. Mm-hmm. Mm, that is powerful. Now, the 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 idea that dreams and, and diagnosing disease um, in that way, it's not something new. This is something mm-hmm. that was done in ancient times. It was done in many cultures. Talk a little bit about how this is not something woo-woo or just out of the blue has been come across, but has been a long practiced. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, um, actually, it, it, it the first um, the the first known 
dreaming that was th- that was done to diagnose a person was was done in ancient uh, Egypt with um, Emotep, you know, if you went and saw the movie, uh, The Mummy, <laughs> and mm-hmm. Emotep was running around as the mummy, well, Emotep was actually the high priest of the sun god Ra, and he started these dream temples uh, back during his time, which was 4,000, I think it was 4,000 years ago, and uh, someone who had a pain and couldn't figure out what was wrong or if it was a woman she wanted to know how to get pregnant or it was uh, a man who wanted to know whether or not to just change jobs move you know find a wife whatever the 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 problem was or the challenge was they would go to their dream temple Imhotep's dream temple and sleep on the floor next to the priest and they would dream in tandem and the priest would then help them figure out the answer to their dreams uh, and the answer to their problems because those problems were in their dreams. Fast forward to ancient Rome and ancient Greece and the Asclepian dream temples popped up. And the same thing was going on in ancient Rome and ancient Greece. And we even have these dream temples in the Bible. They talk about it in the Bible. So they've been everywhere, and, and today in, ancient, in, in Greece, those ancient dream temples have been turned into spas where people go and they get massages because the, um, the vibration in that temple, which is now a spa, is so profound. So this idea of dreaming in tandem and dreaming to get answers to your life and your health has been around for a very, very long time. And it's interesting that this is now coming back into our consciousness because I was watching TV last night and I saw the the latest Star Trek Picard And in that TV show, Picard is dreaming of his good friend, the android Data. And Data's coming into his dreams and giving him information for his waking world to solve problems. So this is something that is definitely in our consciousness right now. Most definitely. I think you can see a lot of, of television programs and, and movies now that are depicting the many gifts that we have and the ways that we are more supported uh, in expanding our empowerment and our healing. Carl Jung and Sigmund Freud, they also talked about the symbolism and the synchronicity and the different effects that dreams can have. So we have this uh, ancient basis, we have this psychological basis, we have now a medical basis Uh, from the book that you and Dr. Burke have put together because of numerous case studies of of women, uh, of individuals with cancer and many diseases. I want to go back to your dream with the monk and the feather. Um, In regards to that, you were communicating with the monk in your dream. That may be a new concept for a lot of individuals. Talk a little bit about how you did that, what that's called, and um, and how people can do that for themselves. Well, rather than than dreaming about signs and symbols and and kind of like watching a movie in in my dream, my monks actually verbally communicated with me, and and there were signs and symbols within it. I mean, the 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 symbol of the angel feather, that tiny little feather, being a sword, and them telling me this use this as a sword. But again, if we go back to ancient Egypt, when when you died, Anubis, the the god of death, would weigh your heart against a tiny white angel feather. And if your heart was, if the feather was heavier than your heart, you were allowed to go into the the underworld or the afterworld. So there was symbolism within the dream, but what was really important in this dream was they told me exactly what to do. I didn't have to decipher the dream. I didn't have to go to a dream dictionary. I didn't have to know my my own inner dream uh, vocabulary. They said, you go back to your doctor. They took my hand. They placed it on my breast exactly where the, the breast cancer was and asked me, do you feel that? And I said, yes. And I could feel it. And I could feel it in my waking 
world. I could feel it and put my doctor's hand on my breast right there and say, can you feel that? And they would say, no. And then they would send me for a mammogram and nothing showed up and nobody else could feel it. So my dream was a little different in that my spirit guides were speaking directly to me, interacting with me physically by putting my hand on my breast and then giving me verbal directions and telling me to follow through with those directions in my waking world. Um, and taking me back through the sacred dream doors to the divine and dropping me back off where I was before those doors opened up so that my previous dream could start right back up where it had left off as though I had taken a TV off of, of you know, uh, off of the, um, I don't can't remember what you call it, but where, where you, you uh, actually stopped the program, the program started right back up again. Mm. Mm. And and for individuals that are constant dreamers, how would you suggest they discern from something that is a legitimate concern that is rising up in a dream? Or how do they look at the signs and the symbols? Is, does everyone have a different kind of language uh, when it comes to the dream world? Or are there specific meanings to things? Well, I think um, most dreams have have, uh, symbolism in them that are universal symbolism. But what all of the dreams in this book with the dreamers, what what made them different from a regular dream, I think, is the fact that they were all recurrent. In other words, um, a recurrent dream usually is a dream that you didn't get the first time. So it keeps coming back to you possibly as different dreams or exactly the same dream with the exact same information. Uh, in order for you to remember it. And when you do the correct thing, suddenly the dream will shift or go away. So all of the dreamers in the book, Dreams That Can Save Your Life, Early Warning Signs of Cancer and Other Diseases, they all had recurrent dreams until they went and confronted their doctors or went to their doctors or got the tests that they needed. Fear of cancer is a common concern in our society as evidenced by the many attempts to use technological screening tests for early detection with varying degrees of success and controversy. The inspiration for Burke and Canavos' book came from the first scientific study of dreams that warned specifically of cancer by Dr. Larry Burke, which included Kathleen O'Keefe Canavos' as one of the participants. Warning dreams preceding the diagnosis of breast cancer, a survey of the most important characteristics published in the 2015 May-June issue of Explore, the Journal of Science and Healing, reported the dreams of 18 women from around the world. Since publication, they have been gathering reports of other similar breast cancer dreams, as well as warning dreams of many other types of cancer. These dreams cover the entire spectrum, including brain, colon, lung, ovarian, prostate, skin, testicular, tongue, and uterine cancers. Some of the dreamers also report continued use of their dreams for guidance and healing during therapy. They hope that this preliminary research will inspire enthusiasm and funding for more rigorous studies to determine the evidence-based role of dreams in cancer screening, diagnosis, and treatment. You can find out more about this book um, at the website for Kathleen O'Keefe Canavas, and you can find that on the webpage for the radio show. The name of the book is Dreams That Can Save Your Life, Early Warning Signs of Cancer and Other Diseases. We'll be right back after these messages. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset. 
Discovering the Heart and Stepping into Conscious Living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more? More joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships? More empowered community, greater fulfillment, and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides, and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. My guest today is Kathleen O'Keefe Canavas, a.k.a. the Queen of Dreams, and she is a PR guru, syndicated columnist, TV producer, and host, and an author lecturer, along with being award-winning international best-selling author of Chaos to Clarity, as well as Dreams That Can Save Your Life and Surviving Cancerland. She has been seen on Dr. Oz and The Doctors, which promotes patient advocacy and connecting with inner guidance through dreams for success in health, wealth, and relationships. Contact um, her website, or you can find her on social media. You can check out all of her books. Uh, definitely look at her website, KathleenO'KeefeCanavas.com. That is listed below in the bio description for the guest on the show page if you're needing to contact that and you can check out her radio show dreaming healing on dream vision 7 radio network showcasing the important role of dreams and their power to detect and heal illness dr larry burke and kathleen share many amazing research and true stories of physical and emotional healings triggered by dreams these two explore the medical studies and ongoing research on the diagnostic power of precognitive dreams, including Dr. Burke's own research on dreams that come true and can be medically validated. They share stories in detail, all confirmed by pathology reports from subjects in medical research projects whose dreams diagnosed illness and helped heal their lives, including Kathleen's own story as a three-time breast cancer survivor whose dream diagnosed her cancer even when it was missed by her doctors. Again, the title of the book is Dreams That Can Save Your Life, Early Warning Signs of Cancer and Other Diseases. Welcome back, uh, Kathleen. We were talking on the break about how um, you are actually in the works for a second book with so many other cases that have come forward. And specifically what makes these profound are that they have the pathology reports uh, to go along with them. And you also shared that in this current book, you actually have a couple of doctors uh, Mm -hmm. who detected their own uh, illnesses through dream work. And I think that that's so powerful. I'd love for you to share um, your comments about uh, the medical profession and how uh, conservative you know they can be, but yet also how they're starting to open up. Certainly, um, you know, uh, the some of the some of the stories like Dr. Troutman and and uh, Dr. Kathy Kemper are just examples of doctors who came forward and shared their 
diagnostic and precognitive dreams with Dr. Larry Burke and I to be in the book because they felt that their dreams had actually saved their lives. So we do have a second book that we're putting together now, and I'm happy to announce that this first book, uh, Dreams That Can Save Your Life, won the, just won the Nautilus Book Award in Science and Cosmology. So, uh, you know, that, that was reassuring to us. And in the second book, we actually have a story about a woman whose dreams diagnosed her pancreatic cancer so soon that um, that she is is you know in remission already. So wow. it's really I mean our dreams, Simran, are so important because I really believe we're all here on the earth plane with something to do. We have a life purpose. And being humans, sometimes we, we you know, become diseased. But that doesn't mean that we can't get back onto the right path and not um, get distracted by the dis-ease. Maybe we need to adjust something in our life, which many of the uh, many of the uh, patients in this book did. They changed certain aspects of their life in order to become healthy again, and they're continuing on their path for their life purpose. That's really important. We're all here for a reason. I believe that even if our parents told us we accidentally happened in the back seat of that Ford, we accidentally happened on purpose. We're here for a reason. Mm. The late Dr. Tom Ferguson coined the term e-patient. He was a pioneering physician, author, and researcher. And the e-patient, he uses the e for equipped, enabled, empowered, and engaged in their health and healthcare decisions and the choice of their healthcare professionals. You start off in the book talking about the rise of the dreaming e-patient. And there's a lot in here about self-advocacy. Talk a little bit about the e-patient and how especially at this day and time um, that is becoming a more increasing population. Well, you know, the, the Internet is sort of like our, our dreams. You can, you can step into the Internet, which is another world, and glean information off of the Internet. Not all of it is accurate, but then sometimes our dreams aren't accurate either. It's the recurrent dreams that give you specific information that, that you, you need to really pay attention to, although all dreams do have all kinds of information in them. So every single patient in the book, dreams that can save your life was an e-patient. In other words, when they started having these recurrent dreams, they went to the internet and they started looking up information. So when they went into their doctors, they were armed. And I always suggest to people, and I I believe I wrote it in the book as well, that when you go in armed with this this, uh, e-patient information from the internet, you speak to the doctors or your doctors in their language, just as your dreams are speaking to you in your language so you understand. We need to speak to the doctors in uh, in their language so they understand. And um, I think that that's probably one of the most important suggestions I can give your listeners. Um, If you're having any pain or if you can feel something, Tell them and be persistent. And and I, and I explained this in my first book, Surviving Cancer Land. Um, you know, if if the doctors laugh at me because I tell them I had a dream that diagnosed that illness, I can live with that. But if they don't, if I don't self advocate and really get that second set of tests or whatever type of test it is I need. I don't want for all of us to be crying together because I'm dying. I can live with them laughing at me. That can't. That's not the worst thing in the world that can happen to me. So I tell patients all the time, be persistent. Stand in your power. Speak your truth and don't take no for an answer. Don't be dismissed. You are responsible for your life. And so really stand in that power. Make them listen to you. Throw a temper tantrum. You know, I I literally told my doctor when I knew the recurrence had happened because my spirit guides came into my dreams and said, yeah, it's back and it's bad. And they wouldn't and the, the, the medical community would not listen to me. When I went into my doctor's office, I said, you know what? I'm not leaving here. 
I'm not leaving till I get that MRI. I don't believe in the mammograms. They didn't find my cancer the first time. And I'm going to lie down here on your floor and kick my feet like a two-year-old. You're going to have to call security to drag me out by my heels. And I'm going to be on my cell phone to channel two news as I'm going out the front door. And I got the MRI and lo and behold, there it was. So dare to make some waves. It's your life. Mm. That is that is really powerful, and it's so necessary for us to use our voices and advocate for ourselves. You're talking about night dreams, and there are many different types um, that you have mentioned just in the short period we've been talking. What about daydreams? There's so much talk in consciousness about the imaginal cells and how we can reprogram consciousness and how we can dream a new dream simply through imaginings as well. Um, how do daydreams play into this, or are there other categories of dreams that support individuals in accessing uh, thoughts about their health and wellness? Well, I love daydreams, um, especially for people who might be on different medications that that make it very difficult for them to bring their, their night dreams into their waking world and, and write them in a journal. Our daydreams often happen almost like a like a meditation you know you've been working hard at the office or you've been working hard in the home and then you sit back and you relax for a second and you just let your mind wander okay you don't you don't say okay we're going to take 10 minutes and we're going to meditate and we're going to think about this or think about that we're just going to focus on that we're going to push everything out else out rather we let our mind just go and there are quite a few large companies who encourage their employees to daydream 20 percent of their working day because they get incredible information from another realm so by allowing your mind to just wander just sit back relax and let it wander quite often our dream doors that were important dreams will creak open just enough for us to peer inside and gleam the really important information that we might have missed and not brought back with us. So I'm a big, big advocate of daydreaming. Um, I remember when I was growing up, uh, uh, I was a military brat, so I was born and raised in Europe. My dad was a Green Beret and we were in Berlin when when the wall went up. I had just started first grade. And I had been in five different first grades. And I have the report cards to prove it. And my teachers wrote in all of my report cards in all of my grade school, Kathy could accomplish so much more if she would just stop daydreaming. And now we know how important daydreaming is when you're learning. Because it allows us to tap into a realm that goes beyond books, goes beyond listening to the teachers. It goes into the realm of our higher level teachers. Mm. In the, the book, you also talk about how to go about um, retrieving dreams and remembering them. Because for some, it is that it just completely disappears. And you have an acronym for dream and the steps involved in that can you share that sure you know some people don't remember their dreams and i understand that it you know some to a degree it's a sign of the times it could be that that you're so tired you're dead tired when you go to sleep that you drop down so low that you're really just still kind of tired when you wake up because you're maybe you're not getting enough sleep and you can't retrieve it so this is where um being able to slide back into your dream if there was something important you know just just stay in your same position when you wake up and and don't move around a lot because the more you move around and the more you become awake more quickly, the bigger the chances are that you're going to lose your dream. So if you remain in your position, maybe even crawl back down under the covers for just a couple of seconds and try to step back into that dream. Sometimes you can grab its tail and pull it right back out with you so that you can put it in your dream journal. But I do use the acronym so dream in order to help you remember your dreams and write them in your dream journal or record them on your phone or whatever it is you want to use. So the first 
is S for set your intention, which is um, part of the dream of law of attraction. You're attracting the type of dream that you want. And it's the first step in manifesting that information. So you set your intention. You can even write it on a piece of paper if you want to and put it under your pillow because now you can sleep on that intention. You're bringing your 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 intention into the waking realm, putting it under your pillow so you can go and take it back into the dreaming realm. So you're completing a circle there. And then the O is organize yourself. Make sure you've got your pencil, your paper, everything beside your bed that you're going to need so you don't have to jump out of bed. You know, that's where sliding back into the dream comes into play. So you record your dream as soon as you wake up. And the D is dream. Know that everything living dreams, whether it's puppies, kittens, fish, birds, they all dream. They all have dreams because our dreams are a microcosm of our waking world. We sort out problems like like I was talking about in, in the new Star Trek. They're actually using the dreams to show Picard solving his waking world problems problems using data who's now become his spirit guide in his dreams to help him solve those and then r is again remain in your sleep position when you first awaken to remember and record whatever you can of your dream don't worry if you can't pull the whole dream out just write down what you can remember and then e refers to the parts of the dream or snippets that elicit emotion what's stuck in your mind and then the a is add to that by asking um, what colors did you see, sounds, words, people, animals, plants, signs, and symbols. And then M, underline those. And what do they mean to you? Because that's the beginning of learning your own dream language. For instance, in my dreams, I will see a huge snake. I will see a huge king cobra. That's the kundalini. If the monks don't walk into the dream, but I see the kundalini, I know that something important is coming up. Pay attention in the dream. And then, of course, give your dream a title so that if during the day you have a daydream that gives you more information from your night dream that you might have missed, you know where to go and insert it. So tonight, dream on your intention and remember not to forget your dream. Your dreams are an incredible tool to help you overcome or work through any illness or crisis with guided healing information for a healthier and more fulfilled life. The trick is to remember them so that you can distinguish them from other dream types that convey a message. Dreams have provided useful information in medical diagnosis for centuries, beginning in the ancient times with the shamanic traditions of the indigenous cultures of the world. Shamans dream intentionally for ailing tribal members, as well as interpret dreams that occur during a healing crisis to provide therapeutic guidance. In Native American tradition, vision quests involve four days and four nights of seclusion in nature, seeking spiritual communication for guidance and insight. And in ancient Greece, dreams were used on health-related matters, but this has been largely forgotten in modern medicine. It's time to get back and dream. Dream well. You can find out more about the work of Dr. Larry Burke and Kathleen O'Keefe Canavas by reading this book, Dreams That Can Save Your Life, Early Warning Signs of Cancer or Other Diseases. In addition, you can find out more about the Queen of Dreams by going to her website, KathleenO'KeefeCanavas.com, and also listening to her radio show, Dreaming Healing, on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. We'll be right back after these messages. want more more joy more abundance more power and presence how would it feel to have more loving relationships more empowered community greater fulfillment and life purpose the 1111 mastermind community inspires empowers guides and supports transformation shift your mind expand your heart deepen insights let go and chart a new course dream a new dream the 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. 
go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Welcome back. I definitely want you to check out the new 1111 online mastermind community. There are some beautiful courses being offered by many of the past alumni of 1111 Magazine and 1111 Talk Radio. This is a wonderful way to dive into a beautiful introduction of different types of protocols, modalities, work, and healing opportunities, as l- along with coaching and empowerment, in addition to meeting a lot of different coaches and teachers and speakers that are out there. The courses are quite powerful. Uh, they're very economical. And one I'd like to point you to right now is by Patrick Paul Garlinger, and he has done a beautiful course called The Freedom of Forgiveness. So definitely check that out on the 1111mag.com website. We're sp- Speaking today to Kathleen O'Keefe Canavas and uh, about her book uh, that was co-written along with Dr. Larry Burke. It is called Dreams That Can Save Your Life, Early Warning Signs of Cancer and Other Diseases. In more than half of the cases that are shared, the women shared dreams with their doctors that indicated the locations of cancers leading directly to the diagnosis. Warning messages from deceased family members were far less frequent than they would have expected. Uh, however, there were dream messengers in a quarter of the dream stories, often with a doctor wearing a coat, although more than, although other more, more metaphysical characters also did appear, such as in Kathleen's with the monk. So it is really interesting how there are so many ways that these dreams can show up. Uh, Kathleen, I would love for you to talk a little bit about re-entering the dream and also about some of the signs and symbols that show up and are there some commonalities or things to look for? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the the positive aspect of re-entering your dream is to add to the information that you got from the previously from the dream and, you, and sometimes uh, you can re-enter the dream right that morning, right right at that time. You can you can slide back in. But there's another uh, aspect of, of dreams, which is called the clarifying dream. And, and that's a dream that you ask to have in order to clarify the previous dream because you just couldn't figure it out. It was with signs and symbols you didn't understand. And in the book, <coughs> excuse me, in one of the stories... Um, this this woman has a dream, and she, she can't understand it. She cannot figure out the dream. So she sets her intention that night to have a clarifying dream that will explain the previous night's dream. So that night she has this dream, and her spirit guide comes and get her, gets her, much like my monk, takes her to a graveyard. 
she's looking around at the graves and they lead her up to this one grave and it's got all these beautiful daisies all over the grave and she goes well whose grave is that and they said doesn't matter if you don't go back to your doctor and do what we told you you're going to be the one underneath the ground pushing up those daisies (laughs) she said I got it Mm. and I ran back to my doctor and I did exactly what they said and boom my cancer was found. So these clarifying dreams are amazing. If you have one and you say to your spirit guides, and remember this audience, we're all born with guardian angels and spirit guides. We're their job and they really take that job seriously. So if you say to your spirit guides, look, I'm going to go to sleep now and I, I really need for you to come in and let's get to know each other and work together. Oh, my goodness, they will. You'll be opening up so very many doors and your life is going to become much easier. Mm, thank you for that, Kathleen. Earlier in the show, you talked about Dr. Kathy Kemper, who is a Uh, was going through a pediatric residency, and she had her own experience with dreams. I'd love to dive into a little bit about children. So often we don't realize um, the impact that dreams can have on children. Um, Sometimes they have nightmares. Other times it seems like they are tapping into something that is far beyond this realm. Uh, What presents in a dream to a child um, that can support either their health or or perhaps even the health of the people around them? Well, it's the visualization that they get in the dreams. And in Kathy Kemper's, um, in, in her story, she comes in, she goes around, she's a pediatrician, and there's one child who is in there who has, I believe it's leukemia. She's got a blood cancer of some sort. And um, she's had her treatment. And she's now, after you have your chemotherapy, you go through a crash, And it's where the chemotherapy works. It just knocks your whole body down. And it takes quite a while, almost two weeks, to build it back up. And um, she walks into this, this, this little girl's room. And the little girl is sitting up in bed waiting for her. And Kathy Kemper says, well, you know, uh, you, you look happy today. And the little girl says, I am. I don't have to wait as long to get my last chemo, chemotherapy. Um, I know I'm ready for it. Kathy Kemper is thinking to herself, yeah, right. She just, you know, it's a little early. <laughs> it, she still has not built up because each time it takes a little bit longer. And Kathy looks at her and says, and why is that? And she says, because I had a dream last night where I was going up, up, up were the, were the words that she used in the dream. And so Kathy Kemper said, well, okay. And she says, I really want you to do a blood test. I want you to do my blood test. Kathy Kemper said, okay. So she did the blood test and the little girl's blood levels had gone up into the normal range. And she was able to get her last chemotherapy on time in order to leave the hospital. So she was really excited and she had that dream telling her that her body was healing itself so she could get her treatment and get out. (laughs) She wanted to go home so badly. And that was another dream that's not in this book, but I'm remembering now that on my website, there's a dream, uh, there's a Dr. Helen Colon who gave a testimonial to the fact that everything that I said about my dreams was true. And I remember just now, you just rattled that in my, in my brain, Simran. She had a, a child uh, that she was taking care of as a doctor who said to her, I had a dream last night that um, that I was going to go with my grandparents. My grandparents came and told me they were coming, going to come and get me today and that I would be okay. And she looked at the doctor and said, I'm very happy that I'm going to go with my grandparents. And a few hours later, that child died. And the reason I'm sharing that is because I think one of the the deepest pains any parent can have is the loss of a child. But knowing that our children are returning to our family that are already on the other side and are being cared for and they're not going to be alone and they're not frightened can give us great comfort. Mm, That's really, really powerful, Kathleen. Thank you for sharing that. I know we have very, very little time left on the show and you have brought a gift for my audience and I'd love for you to share 
what that gift is. I'm deeply grateful. Yes. If if your audience goes to my website, Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis, or you can just type in the Queen of Dreams up where you see the, the link for the newspaper. It's kind of hidden behind that. So click the newspaper. It'll take you to another page and you can download for free the 101 Dream Course. I don't have the free on the front page because I don't want everybody going there. This is just for certain shows where I share it with the audience, which I'm doing with with your show, Simran. And thank you so much for having me on. I really cherish this time together with you. Mm, Thank you for being here and for sharing your life and your work with us. Definitely check out and get that wonderful gift that Kathleen is offering by going to her website and clicking on the newspaper to get your free dream course uh, and you can discover more about your own dreams. I do have one last and final question for you, Kathleen. The book, what we've talked about mostly, has been around cancer. But this book is not just about the warning signs of cancer. It's the mm-hmm. warning signs of any kind of disease. It's it's the fact that we can use green, dreams to save our life. Yes? Yes. And, and also, you know, there's a very profound uh, uh, chapter in the book of dreaming with others where total strangers or pretty much strangers had dreams that they shared with, with somebody else saying, your deceased loved one named so-and-so came into my dream and told me to tell you, you're going to have a heart attack and this is what's going to happen. And when you start to feel that, dial 911 so that they can bring you back to life. And it actually happened and was validated. So mm. we have, we're connected by universal love, universal oneness, and uh, kind of that 1111. Yes, we are. Yes, we are definitely. Dreams are creations, and creation is a miracle. So join in and let the infinite mind and voice speak to you and through you and through your children as well. Uh, The Hero's Journey into the Underworld, any classic story of adventure in movies, novels, or epic folktales follows the model of the hero's journey, described by the mythologist Joseph Campbell. There are many steps in this monomyth model, including life in the ordinary world, the call to adventure, refusal of the call, discovering a mentor, passing the threshold, finding allies, and encountering enemies, tests, and challenges. Approach the innermost cave, seize the sword, and deal with the ultimate ordeal where you find your resurrection and return with the elixir. This is all from the book, Dreams That Can Save Your Life, Early Warning Signs of Cancer and Other Diseases. Thank you again, Kathleen O'Keefe Canavas, for being on 1111 Talk Radio. My guest next week is Anaya Sophia, and she is talking about her new book on predatory relationships. So I hope you'll join me. Until then, in love of love with love and ask love, I am Simran. Be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simron next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.